What does it mean for Elon Musk to start from first principles when he addresses a given technological challenge? Can we take inspiration from the approach and apply it to other problem sets in front of us? Tesla last week had a series of announcements called the Battery Day. These announcements uh, were the result of many different threads coming together and culminating on the quite astonishing claim that within the next two, three years, Tesla is going to be able to reduce the cost of batteries per kilowatt hour by more than 50% and increase the range of its electric cars at the same time by more than 50%. Also, that they are able to reduce the size of the factories building the batteries and the cars, increasing radically the throughput and the number of batteries or the electric storage in total of the batteries per year of these plants, what they were calling gigafactories are now called terafactories. Furthermore, that once again, applying first principles thinking, they are able to completely eliminate the use of cobalt in the batteries and to improve the uh, sourcing of lithium to the point where a 10,000 acre area in Nevada that they already secured for extracting lithium is going to be able to provide what is needed for the electrification of the transportation fleet of the entire United States. Another announcement they made is that over the course of the next three years, they will develop and then make available a long-range electric car for $25,000, further making important radical steps towards making electric cars universally accessible and able to replace and displace internal combustion engine cars. Now, there were so many announcements and so much innovation that uh, the market had a hard time absorbing it. After battery day, Tesla stock actually declined 6%. Was the market expecting more? Evidently. Was this expectation reasonable? I don't think so. So let's look at some of the 
reasoning that went on behind the approach. Let's look at, for example, to the way that the batteries uh, are designed and produced. Without going into excessive technical detail, battery technology is hundreds of years old and it incorporates a lot of uh, approaches that don't necessarily come from optimal solutions. They come from generations after generations of uh, entrepreneurs and companies to inherit a given solution and make incremental changes to it until within that particular solution set it is quite good but never asking themselves if they went back to the drawing board could they achieve some kind of radical improvement that would vastly outcompete the previous approach there are many reasons for them not doing that one it requires real creativity and effort ingenuity and invention on top of innovation on the other hand it also requires a lot of risk and dedicating resources in finding the new solution resources that are taken away from the incremental improvements that could be applied or from ex expanding the existing solution also the various industrial relationships that are already in place and that work quite well between suppliers and uh, buyers in a long chain um, encompassing the entire globe would be appended uh, by that kind of radical innovation and existing players would compound the risk of innovation and invention whose outcome is not guaranteed with the necessity of completely renegotiating all their agreements both upstream and downstream so practically always the existing players choose to stay on the proven track and do not go back to the drawing board do not ask themselves what could be done better tesla had the luxury of being able to do so and had the risk-taking attitude and had the um, new relationships that were being built even though some of them already existed so that it could ask itself can we do things differently so in many ways uh, the new batteries that uh, tesla uh, has designed and is already producing and whose volume of production is going to increase uh, so massively uh, these batteries are a completely different animal from the batteries that uh, are in 
their current cars in the competitors' cars or that other battery makers are able to produce today. Now, is it likely that after seeing what Tesla has announced and what it is already starting to produce, the competitors will embrace this kind of innovation. Certainly, they have the example, but they had the example already. It was in front of them for the past 10 years since Tesla existed and more. And they didn't very much believe in the viability of Tesla. Now that Tesla uh, is a competitor already eating away in the demand for different categories of cars, having started from luxury cars, going down in price and appealing to an ever wider range of potential buyers who either end up acquiring a Tesla today or postponing their decision to buy a new car because they are waiting for the Tesla that they know they will want to buy tomorrow, the competitors have a real problem. And this kind of first principle thinking is also present in other areas where Tesla is active. Look at the design of the factories. Elon Musk says that the machine that builds the machine, the factory that builds the cars, is even more important than the product itself, the car itself. And indeed, the amount of innovation that goes inside the uh, plant, the gigafactory, the terafactory, the way that these factories are um, not only thought but also built very rapidly and then their design changes in order for the next one to be better than the previous one rather than sitting on the laurels uh, of uh, the achievement already proven are also a clear application of these first principles approaches. The machine that builds a machine is itself a potential product. It would be really interesting and I would be very excited to see if Tesla not only made the cars available for sale as they do, but if they made available the factories for others to adopt in terms of design, in terms of approach, in terms of thinking, but also in terms of product. Basically, sell or license the machine that builds the machine. Now, we may not be there yet because the factory needs a very specific adaptation to the kind of product that it makes. If a competing car maker were to say, hey, here's $5 billion or $10 billion, can I please have a Terra factory to build my cars? That may not be possible or feasible. 
but it is greatly desirable because by going one layer of abstraction above, Tesla is then going to be able to hypercharge the innovation by thinking of how to improve the machine that designs the machine, that builds the machine. And that machine ultimately is the ability to attract human talent. Because if it is not lithium, that is plentiful. If it is not the amount of capital, which with the increase of Tesla's share price is also plentiful. If it is not demand, because on the market more and more people can afford Tesla cars, electric cars in general, then the remaining bottleneck and the ultimate constraint in the rate of innovation that must become jolting with the acceleration of innovation increasing is going to be that of human talent. The ability to find and secure and apply our creativity and our passion to the task at hand. Now, we don't have AI to solve everything for us yet. And we may never have AI such that we wouldn't want to be part of the quest of addressing our challenges and that we wouldn't be recognized as a valuable component to this quest. So Tesla that may achieve a better way to apply human talent to design the machine that builds the machine should teach us the lesson. And the first principle, the firstest principle is the value of human talent, your value.